You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Life After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Life After Show. Hey guys, welcome to our after show for Chasing Life, Season 1, Episode 5, called The Family That Lies Together, because we know there's been a lot of lying going on. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle Fee. And so we had a lot happen on tonight's episode, but let's start right where the show started, where they went to the psychic. Right. Her and Dominic are walking in, and she obviously doesn't want to go in. But, which is probably because she doesn't want the psychic to be realistic. I think she's kind yeah. of like, oh, psychics aren't real. But then she's kind of like, well, what if they are? And, and she tells him that I have cancer. Yes. No, that's what I was totally thinking, too. And then the psychic tells tells that it was kind of a joke to them, right? And well, she, yeah, it was kind of a joke to them. But then um, she did say something to April that made made her think, like, oh, my gosh, like, she might tell him that I have cancer because she said that she was unhealthy or something. Yeah. She could tell that. I I think she could tell that just by looking at her hand. Yeah. She was like, oh, you're weak. You're tired. Yeah, you're tired and you're weak. Like, you might be sick. But then she said something to Dominic, which I thought that was really interesting, that he had mommy issues. Yeah. And you could see his face kind of like, oh, yeah. And then we obviously found out later, oh, he does have mommy issues. But I was expecting something so much bigger. Yeah, I was too. Like, I mean, he said he she was in jail because of um, being a part of some... Embezzling. Yes, embezzling. But I... She was in there for a year. It wasn't I know. that bad. I, so it's not a huge mommy problem. No, it was... It was, oh, I have a mom and she's in jail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and April was kind of the same way. She was like, yeah, okay, you have issues. Your mom's in jail. Well, yeah. I have cancer. Right. But she obviously didn't say it. But I felt like that's kind she of what was she was going it. at. Yes, yeah. definitely. But it made her think about, uh, the psychic also said, talk to your sister. Mm-hmm. And so it made her think kind of, oh, maybe I should be talking to my sister. And she was like, maybe I should talk to Brenna. Yeah. And she's like, no, in the back of her mind. No, you should be talking to your other sister that you well, I was also thought you had. Yeah, I was also thinking that she should have told Brenna that they had another sister. Yeah. Well, she doesn't. Qu- she didn't quite know yeah, that's at the true. time. I think in the first episode when she was at her dad's grave on her dad's birthday and she thought that she saw the other girl mm-hmm. and that she saw maybe this girl's my sister... I think that that's when I realized, like, oh, wow, this show has so much more going on in it. <laughs> like Pretty Little Liars Part 2. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I was I was thinking, oh, goodness, there's so much deeper in this show than I had thought. I was just I was thinking, oh, it's cancer. And, yeah. But there's definitely more going on than that. Definitely. Well, then moving on, if, if she has this sister, and so she's kind of trying to dig into it. And what, what's her coworker's name again? Danny? Danny, yeah. He had gotten her the license plate off of... Um, her rental her, car. Her rental yes. car. So her and 
her and uh, Dominic kind of go searching, snooping around at that rental car place. Yes, which I was so surprised by. I mean, I understand that she's a journalist. Yeah. And they are pretty sneaky. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't expecting for her to pull off this, like, oh, there's something wrong with my <laughs> stomach. Like, I was not. I thought she was going to say something about cancer. I thought she was going to use it. Yeah. I thought she was going to, like, pull up, because, you know, she had that patch on her shirt where she had to have the bone marrow That's taken true. out. And I was like, thinking, oh, my goodness, she's going to use it here. <laughs> But, and he's probably gonna think she's lying. Yeah, and, but nope, she was, went with pregnant, which is also a good choice too, I think. Yeah. Cause the girl was like, oh yes, yes, you're, you might be pregnant. Well, <laughs> I'll get you, I'll get you taken care of right away. Yeah. But I thought that that was pretty good. And then they, so they found out that she lived in Florida mm-hmm. originally. At her dad's. At um, the same street on her, that her dad's yes. house was on. Yes. So she's out, she's thinking, Oh, maybe he, she knew my dad. Maybe she is related. Oh, no, wait. I think it was actually, um, her dad's actual house. It was his house? Yeah, it was his house where he went to for his writing retreats. Yeah. Yeah. So. When they said that the, a few episodes ago, I think a couple episodes, they said, oh, he has this house in Florida where he has a writing retreat. Mm-hmm. I automatically, automatically was like, that's where the sister came from. He was yeah. down there. And then they said, oh, he goes down there all the time. Like he goes down there to visit his daughter. Yeah, that's maybe. true. <laughs> and no yeah. one knew, but it kind of seemed to me like the mom might have known. She just, it did. Did, did you get that feeling at all? I, I don't, I kind of did. When she, when she's fighting with Uncle George later in the episode, she's telling him, he's saying, oh, you wouldn't let me at my brother's funeral. Mm -hmm. And she's going, you know why. Yeah. But I was thinking. But we technically, well, we don't know why. Not yet. He knows why, but we don't know why. I think, I think that maybe she like knew that there was something going on. And And that Uncle George was covering up for him. Yeah. And that's probably a part of it. But also, we had um April's mom. She had last week she had caught her mm-hmm. stuffing something into her drawer. And she goes to the grandma and says, Oh, maybe I think April's hiding something. She's tired all the time. Yes. I don't know. And this came after um her fainting at breakfast. Right. Remember. Yeah. She did faint at breakfast when she had kind of a hallucination. Yes. So her mom's already worried. Yes. And she seems kind of like a worry a worrier to me. Yeah, well she is a therapist. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so She's always worried though, like my mom's not that That's, involved yeah. in but she we're the same age and my mom's not that involved in my life. Yeah. And her mom's like, Make sure you are yeah. doing all this right. So she is kind of already a worrier. And mm-hmm. then she walks in on her stuffing something. So yeah. she's thinking, Oh, she's hiding something something yeah. automatically and and grandma goes I, I, this is the part where i just loved grandma she was like oh you, i snuck through all of your stuff didn't you ever wonder where your bong went <laughs> yes oh my god <laughs> that was great that was, was a really good line it's like oh grandma she's she's a little she is she's feisty she is feisty she's a feisty grandma she, she kind is. of reminds me of a betty white kind of grandma yes i like that about her yeah she adds kind of a little comedy to it but so so her mom goes okay Maybe I should kind of see what's going on, snoop through her stuff. She lives in my house. Which I'm like, honestly, I'm really surprised that she didn't think to do that in the beginning. You know, like, I mean, I know I said last week that I thought she should have done it. Yeah. In which she did, but I didn't think she would tell her mom about it. Yeah. And then have her mom basically tell her, oh, you should do that and then go and do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of was expecting her not to actually, just because, like, because you said she's the therapist, so she has probably studied, you know, parent daughter that's like very child relationships and she knows oh that's the 
biggest way to break your child's trust. Yeah. So you, I would think she would probably have thought that through, but she's worried because her daughter fainted at breakfast. Mm-hmm. So she ends up snooping around and she finds the pills and she automatically thinks, oh, April's addicted. She's addicted to something bad and that's why she's tired all the time and she's mm-hmm. just trying to do it so she can work and keep up with it. Yeah. Well, what makes it more suspicious was it was in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. If it was in prescription bottles, mm-hmm. then she probably wouldn't have thought that. But that wasn't what they were going for. They were yeah. actually going for her being a pill addict. I, I Like, why wouldn't you keep them in the bottles, though? I feel like that's so much easier. <laughs> why stuff them in a bag so everyone thinks that... I mean, maybe she didn't want her mom to, like, see the bottles, but it doesn't usually say... Oh, this is yeah. Like cancer. it has some like technical terms. Yeah, it. it's, yes. her mom wouldn't have read it and been like, "Oh, she has cancer." She probably would have read it, and I could. But that would have even been better than finding pills and thinking your daughter's addicted to drugs. Yeah, like, I guess I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> well, it did lead to a big reveal when they did her intervention. Right, it did. It did. Then, and that was definitely, I guess, the end part of it. Mm-hmm. But I still thought she should have. Maybe she should, could have kept them with her, too. Why does she have to... Her pills? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She could have kept them in her bag. Yeah, or in her car. She has a car, right? In her car? No, she takes the subway. Yeah, I've seen her drive once or twice, though. Okay, I can't remember if <laughs> she does or not. <laughs> keep them somewhere else. Not, like, stuffed under your mattress. That's a terrible place. It makes them more suspicious. That's true. But, I mean, then also you get caught by your mom, and then you. she had to tell them way sooner. She wanted to wait. Yeah. Until she told Brent, I want to wait until I know my diagnosis and I know if I'm going to, you know, what the prediction. But I kind of thought that that was strange of her to say, I'm going to wait and figure out whether, like, how sick I am. Because Mm -hmm. either way, I mean, she's going to tell her mom if she's, if her prognosis was bad and she thought that she was dying. Yeah. She's obviously going to tell her mom. I'm dying, and the, the the prognosis, it's not a good outlook. Yeah. And if it was good, then I guess she has something good to say, but either way, I feel like there's no good end to that, so there was really... Maybe she just was using that as an excuse? What I think, think so. Yeah, I think she was definitely using it as an excuse. I mean, it's hard to tell someone that you have cancer, but I think also she was also in, like, denial about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just turned 24. She just graduated. She just got a job. So I, if I was in her shoes, like I would feel the same way. Yeah. I probably would too. I guess, I I guess I understand that. I just, (laughs) I want, I wanted her so badly to have someone this whole time. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Anyways, if you are trying to lose weight the healthy way, don't forget to pick up Maria's new book. Um, It's Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. It tells you how she went from a 14 to a 2, and she lost all that weight, and she's keeping it off. And if you look inside, there's some great pictures and some great recipes and fantastic little lazy workouts and everything you need. And if you're watching us on iTunes or YouTube or anything, make sure you rate us and leave comments and like us and tell your friends and share with everybody. Um. But anyway, so as we were talking about before, she had her intervention. Her mm-hmm. her mom her mom confronted Uncle George. Yes, and said that's I think that's the first time they've seen each other in two years. Mm-hmm. Which so it was a big deal for her to follow. She followed her daughter. There. Yeah, but it was a big deal. I feel like for her mom to go and kind of confront Uncle George when clearly there's some issues that we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. But that was probably a big step for her. So she's clearly worried. And Uncle George tells her no. Nothing. I'm not going to... Which I was really surprised about. Yeah, but there's patient-doctor confidentiality, whether it's his, his, her mom or not. That's... Yeah, you're right. But I honestly, I was siding with her mom 
on it just yeah. because that is her mom, you know? And I feel like it was a big, it's a big, it's a big thing that she needed to tell her. Mm-hmm. But if she wasn't going to tell her, someone had to. Yeah. I think, though, one of the things that would probably held him back was, because we can see just by their first interaction, that they have issues with each other, mm-hmm. whether it's, I mean, who knows what they are yet. Right. But he's probably thinking, oh, I don't want to tell her because he doesn't like her. She obviously did stuff to him that hurt him. So yeah. he's probably, like, kind of personalizing it for himself, too, thinking, I don't like this woman. She's done a lot of, like, awful things for me. And so why am I going to share this information about her daughter? That's true. It's kind of a power thing for him yeah you're definitely right and it was really surprising to see him in their house after that kind of like not a fight that they just had like a little argument a tiff a tiff yeah yeah, in his office yeah but i mean that was i understand why he went you know with to the house but you could tell the whole time right when april walks in he's like i this is this is weird. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. And he was kind of put in an uncomfortable position because he knows the truth. But mm-hmm. he's called there to talk about her interaction, her like her drug, drug addiction. addiction. Yeah, yeah. Her drug addiction that she has. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you could tell he was in kind of an uncomfortable position. Yeah. It also felt like kind of an attack to me for April. Like yeah. she, did, she walked in not knowing what was going on. Mm-hmm. But also before that whole intervention thing went down, um, Beth was at the house and her april's mom sarah was like oh beth we have like a family thing going on like you can see april some other time and then she picked up her phone and did something on it and i i thought she was going to call april to tell her hey dude like there's something weird going on at your house like what's going on but she didn't no so i was surprised that she didn't say anything yeah i kind of I, I kind of thought, was surprised that the mom said, oh, Beth, this is a family thing. You can't be around. Because Beth is obviously someone really important in April's life. So you'd yeah. think if if she's addicted to drugs, and you know Beth is probably not addicted to drugs because she's just one of those people that's just happy all the time, which is yeah. kind of why I love her character. Yes. But you would think, oh, if she's a good person to be there. Maybe she can help, you know, with support of her family and friends to talk her into not being on drugs mm-hmm. since that's what her mom thought. So I was really surprised that she asked her to leave. That's true too. I was like, you need to ask her to stay and help. And then, and then Beth would have been there too for her support. Yeah. But instead it didn't really go that way. She asked her to leave and then they kind of attacked her about drugs. And then Uncle George says, if you don't tell them, I'm going to. And then she tells them that she has leukemia and they all kind of break down. Yeah. It was very emotional. An emotional moment for me. How did you feel about that? Um, well, I cried, (laughs) but that's just me. I mean, I always cry. Um, I, I thought they were accepting of it at first. Like, mm-hmm. they were really caring. They were like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll get through this together. I can't believe you did this without us. Like, yeah. you didn't tell us. But then afterward, like, her mom kind of did, like, a 180. Like, she was, like, trying to take control of the mm-hmm. situation when it wasn't her situation to control. Mm-hmm. And April is 24 again. Like, yeah. she's old enough to make her own decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand why she felt upset after her mom, like, was like, you need to go into treatment, like, now, like, yeah, tonight. Her, her mom was like, can we direct check her in the hospital tonight? I was like, pump the brakes. <laughs> You're moving too fast. Definitely. Because, I mean, she wasn't expecting to tell them, so now, all of a sudden, she wasn't expecting to even tell her mom tonight that she has cancer. Mm-hmm. And the next thing she knows, her mom wants her to check into the hospital tonight, and her whole life's about to change. Yeah. So I can see how she's kind of having uh emotional issue with that, because 
it was kind of a it was rough yeah all of a sudden everything just happened like that and it was yeah. it was too quick but I, I did like how her grandma, her grandma, like, pulled her away for some tea. Yeah. And I, ha- I thought that was a really sweet moment between them two when she said, you're, I'm not letting you die before I die. Yeah. I was thinking that. That is adorable because she, I know. that was a sweet moment. It was really sweet. I just liked having, they haven't really had any interaction, just them two alone. And I thought it was nice to see her and grandma yeah. together talking I agree. about that. Well, listening to what her grandma said, like all those comforting, comforting things about, you know, not letting her die before her and like saying that she's not going to die from this. Yeah. I kind of felt like that was possibly foreshadowing. Like maybe her grandma knew something. Oh. You know, like I don't know. I honestly don't know much about cancer, so I don't know if it can run in the family, but it sounded like her grandma knew like, oh, you have this really crazy disease, but you're, you're not going to die from it. Yeah. I'm positive you're not going to die from it. Yeah. or just maybe even just like wishful thinking and she could probably see how much it stressed her out like having to come out with it and tell everybody look mom i have cancer especially after everything her mom has been through with her dad and the dating and just like trying to keep her life going after the passing of her dad so she probably saw how stressful that was for april to come out with it and she wanted to kind of give her little comforting words yeah but then they all, when her and grandma come out and they're talking about treatment plans, they kind of overwhelm her and she just storms out, which I thought was very dramatic. It was. <laughs> it was more dramatic than Brenna. I know. And Brenna's usually the dramatic she one. She took a little, a little tip from Brenna's playbook about how to, how to be too yeah, dramatic. Definitely. <laughs> but then she goes over and sees Dom. Dominic. I thought she was going to tell him. I did too. I thought she was... She just let him think it was about Natalie Ortiz. And, yeah. Oh yeah, Uncle George told me that she's my sister and that my dad had an affair. Yeah. And she didn't tell him that she had cancer, which is clearly why she was crying. Or maybe both. Yeah. Probably both. It, it was probably alright. She's had a rough week. She has had a rough <laughs> week. You're right. And we found out what kind of cancer she had, which was the acute myeloid? Mil- mil- AML. AML. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce the other word. But he said that um, it's treatable, but Mm -hmm. it's serious, and 75% of the time they go into remission. Yeah. So I feel like that could probably be leading us into, oh, she could be living with cancer for a while. Mm -hmm. So we have some seasons on this show. Yes, we do. (laughs) Because if it's, I mean, it's not, if it's 75% go into remission, then she has a chance of just kind of staying in remission and then kind of maybe being up and down with the way that her Mm -hmm. cancer progresses. So, um, and lastly, after April storms out, Brenna storms out and we don't know who she was texting earlier. They, they, they secretly cleverly. cleverly cut off the name and i was like who is it because we had earlier seen her she had gone with beth and um karen yeah. to the outdoor movie and ran into her friend greer that she had played tennis with and beth goes oh come sit with us and they're having their little chat later and beth is like well maybe do you like her like do you like greer and she's saying well me and karen aren't exclusive but i and i don't associate as straight or not straight but mm-hmm. You know, we're in totally different social groups. And Beth's like, so? She makes you laugh. Which I I loved Beth at that point. She's yeah. just like, she, she's just so supportive of everybody. She is. She's like that great comedic yeah. um, person in comic relief. Yeah. That's what she is. And she's Australian, so she automatically... Her accent. Yeah. <laughs> she automatically goes to the top of my uh, list. She's, <laughs> she's my favorite. Just put her on more so she can talk. Because I love hearing her accent. 
But so, and Brenna kind of thinks about it and she ends up going to Greer at the end when mm-hmm. she says that she's kind of feeling, you know, her sister's really sick and she doesn't know what to do and she wanted to be around someone who she trusted and yeah. who she, you know, she would make her happy. And so I kind of think there might be something there. There might be something there. But I'm hoping, personally, I'm hoping it's just like a friendship thing because yeah. I feel like she needs that kind of friend to be there for her she does her other friend at the beginning she was like very me 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 yeah so i the whole time the whole time she was like what's wrong with you and she's like oh i had a rough um morning and she's like oh i did too like okay like stop obviously there's something wrong with your friend you need to stop talking about yourself for like one second and think (laughs) about what she's going through and ask her yeah and that just kind of like made me mad so that made me mad and then also when she went and told um karen that her sister had cancer too and i was like why are you telling everyone your well, secret or not even your secret your sister's secret and then i loved i didn't love karen's response but his response is the government has to do yeah. something about this i'm like karen that's not even what she's talking about she's talking about her sister having cancer he goes it's got to be something in, in the in the environment yeah and, or like cell phones yeah i was like oh, this theorist over here trying to <laughs> think about all these other reasons like come for her i was like give her a hug she's yeah telling you her sister has cancer but i so it would be good for her to have i kind of have that um that, that friend, friend there yeah but i don't know about how i like karen for her i do mm-hmm. i think he's older and you know he's good for her but i also kind of i i don't i don't know I mean, isn't he too old for her? Because do we know how old he is? At no, this but point? I thought he was the like manager of that tattoo parlor. Or is he just he got her a job? He did get her a job. He's her boss, really. That's true. Or Sup- maybe her supervisor. 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 <laughs> Either way, he's. I feel like he's a little too old for her. She's in high school. She's what, like a sophomore or a junior? Probably. I mean, yeah. if the show's going on for a while, she might be a sophomore. Yeah, I'm school. just thinking he might be a little old for her, and he's got tattoos which i have totally into tattoos but she's a little young to have a boyfriend that edgy that's she needs, yeah. <laughs> she needs to she slow needs to her roll maybe have a, like an introductory boyfriend and <sighs> then she can gradually get up to boys edgy like karen yeah all right so predictions um and now you're after buzz tv <laughs> predictions, predictions. <laughs> Well, I'm hopefully predicting, or not hopefully predicting, but I am predicting that hopefully we'll start knowing more about Natalie. Yeah. I wanted to know a little bit more about her during this episode, but it it was enough for me to want more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that we're going to figure out. I think that April's going to keep, you can tell she's curious. Mm-hmm. So I think she's definitely going to keep pushing into that. Yeah. I am going to make a prediction about Leo because you know how much I love Leo. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I predict, I just, well, I want him to come. He wasn't in this episode, and I automatically, I was just like, oh, no, Leo. But I think he's going to come back and cause some trouble. I think I, so too. I definitely, I've been reading, I've been reading up on this, and I know that he's coming back probably next week. And I've read interviews with the guy who plays, um, plays Leo, mm-hmm. and, or maybe it was someone else in the cast, but they said Leo's going to kind of, stir things up yeah which is what i'm excited about to actually hear him see him stir things up between her and dominic or be like a supportive cancer friend i don't think he's gonna be a supportive cancer friend you don't think so no i think he's going to stir up some trouble he has a bad boy written all over him (laughs) i know i love it (laughs) i think though i i mean yeah i do think he has that bad boy thing but i think 
I definitely think that he has... He's the only one who's going to understand. True. Nobody else, you know, nobody else can understand what she's going through as much as they can read about it. Nobody's going to be able to understand what it's like to have cancer and live with cancer and go through all the things that she's going to have to go through in the coming episodes with treatment and whatever else it is, you know, thinking she might die. You know, none of them mm-hmm. have really had that. None of none of her family or friends have really had that experience. Right. So I think that he'll definitely be someone and maybe someone that she can kind of like lean on who understands I need to live my life for now, which I think is kind of like the the aura of the whole series yeah. at this point is kind of like living for now and where they're going towards because yeah. he's the only one who understands what it's like because he might die. It's true. So I think that that's definitely, that's my prediction or hope. A very good, <laughs> good prediction. <laughs> if, if it hasn't happened yet, make it happen. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our after show. Um, you want to tell them where you can find? Yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Michelle Fee. And you can find me on Twitter at Kristen Strange and Instagram at Kristen Aubrey Strange. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.